Hello and welcome to the Knock On Podcast brought to you by Zero Tackle. Hello, Dan. Terry? <laughs> uh, not Terry. Uh, I believe Terry's uh, out with HIA or something. I think it's just a bad internet connection. So I'm going to jump in. I'm here from at the uh, Zero Tackle headquarters. Uh, and hopefully I can do a good job replacing Terry. I can't grow a moustache that he can, but I've got tats, you know, I'm, I'm playing the part. Mate, you look like Terry, but with much more luscious hair. I think he's listening <laughs> to your hairline, but uh, look, mate, of course we miss you, big fella, but he's, uh, yeah, he's looking for the HIA without a concussion, um, which is pretty humorous. But uh, look, we will have to make do, mate. I'm sure it will be more than one. We will make do. So obviously a big week. Uh, did you catch the prelims? Let's talk about it. Uh, so the first one, Penrith and Storm, how'd you go? Look, of course I caught the prelims because, uh, look, in terms of game, yeah, look, there wasn't much to this. In terms of performance, I think Penrith sent an almighty message, which we will talk about later, but I think, spoiler alert, they go into the grand final as big, heavy and deserved favourites. As I said, not much of a game here. Melbourne, they just... They just I feel like they ran out of legs and Penrith are just hitting form at the right time. They've come in with two superstars returning. Mate, Penrith just hit form at the right time. I hate them. I want them to lose. It's not happening. They were fantastic. Melbourne back to the drawing board. I think there will be changes in the off-season just quietly. Yeah, pretty dominant performance. And then, of course, there was a Saturday night with the uh, the Waz. I did catch this game. So Broncos and the Waz. I was on board the Waz train, as I think most of uh, the rest of the NRL uh, was, um, had to catch this one. Pretty controversial end. Uh, look, yeah, the, I mean, the, it was the most ridiculous forward pass of all time and the fact that we're still talking about it. Days and days later in the game where they won by almost 50 points, says it all really, but, I mean, you take that pass out and the Broncos still go on to walk this game. So, luckily it didn't have a... Well, any role in the final result, but it was also an embarrassment for rugby league. I'll try and avoid the tangent. You've all seen it. It was disgusting. It was so far forward. So a bit of a tangent there. Look, yeah, look, the Warriors were, of course, my favourites, everyone's favourites going in on a personal level, but uh, Brisbane deserved winners. And I'm, I'm kind of glad they got through because I think the grand final is ultimately the two best sides across the competition. They were too good at home. Unfortunately for them, they weren't playing in front of a big parochial crowd this weekend at Suncorp Stadium. But look, mate, you have to wrap the Warriors. What a season. Fantastic from start to finish. Just fell short. Also ran out of legs late. But uh, they can be very proud. And uh, look, I didn't want to say it all year, but up, up the wires. Up the wires. Now, Dan, the Dallium was last night. And like always, I believe you have some opinions on this one. Yes, I have some opinions. So, of course, the question is, is... Is Ponga a deserving winner? The short answer is yes. The long answer is no, because Sean Johnson was the only option. And the fact that he doesn't have the medal around his neck right now says a lot about the system. Now, I don't blame Callum Ponga at all. He was tremendous. And at the end of the year, I'm very much on record as saying he's the best player in the competition. If it was a who was the best player across the last 10 weeks, Callum Ponga wins by a mile. But it's a season-long award and you cannot talk me out of Sean Johnson being the best player across the 27 rounds. I've written an article, which may be live by the time this goes up. If not, Scott, please get a move on, mate, because it is fire, where I pretty much criticise the system from start to finish. Last year, Nico Hines won in a record margin. I think that was a correct decision, biased as I might be. 
But I think if you look back, that was the outlier in the the Daly M's across the last few years. I think he was the only one you can look and think, yeah, look, they they got that right. And, and again, I'm not having a go at Ponga. I thought he was very, very good. But this system of two people voting on three, two, ones means that if you have three or four good games, you can bank 20 plus points and be sitting in the top three. Then you can go away. Meanwhile, a player can be the second best player across two months and not bank the same amount of points. I have an issue with it. I put I'm not going to blow, I'm not going to go into what I suggested, but I've I've suggested not one but two better options, including one that I think doesn't come up enough, and that is using common sense. Who is the best player of competition? The eye test is the test that I find is the most trustworthy and the most common sense. So please jump on, read it. Yay Ponga, but also Boo Ponga, Sean Johnson for me. All right, Dan, grand final week. This is what it all comes down to. Who have you got? I think I know. I've got Penrith. I don't want to have Penrith. Every part of my being does not want me to have Penrith, but, I mean, how can you not? This is the greatest team we've ever seen in the NRL, especially in the modern era. I'm so sick of hearing the words three, Pete, one word, two word, don't care. Unfortunately, this time next year, I think we're going to be talking about a four-peat because I cannot see even the mighty Brisbane Broncos matching this ridiculously good Penrith side. Penrith for me. So where where will it be won and where will it be lost? I think big game experience. On one side, pretty much every Penrith player, Bartaruva, has played in a grand final, being that most of the squad played last year. Obviously, Adam Reynolds for Brisbane, uh, but his house partner, Ezra Mam, is very young, very talented. Dallium 5'8 of the year, which I 100% endorse and agree with. Reese Walsh won a couple of Origin games earlier this year, but outside of that, I mean, you know, Carrigan and Haas, these are all fantastic players. This is most of their first or second final series, and they got wiped. I think it was 60 nil or something ridiculous last time they played in the finals. They've, none of these blokes in a Brisbane jersey have won a game, a finals game outside of Brisbane. Reese Walsh played one game all season in New South Wales, and that was in Cronulla in a winning effort. I just think that this Penrith side, you can put them against anyone in history and they're going to hold the grand final experience record or advantage. And I think they just get I think it's close. I think they just get home late on the fact that they've been there, done that. They won't get nervous. This is, this is a nothing. You might as well play it in their backyard. I just think Penrith had too much experience, and that's ultimately where they win it. Yeah, they're a pretty professional team. So speaking of Reese Walsh, do you reckon he takes home the Clyde? I don't. I'm a I'm one of those people that is like, if you do not win the grand final, you do not deserve to win the Clive Churchill medal, even if you're the best player on a losing side. I don't care. They'll lose, so I think Penrith win. I'm going to say Nathan Cleary wins it. I just because of course he wins it. It's Nathan Cleary. Big game player, except in origin. I think, mate. As a New South Wales fan, I want him to wear Penrith jerseys because in a Penrith jersey, he's unflappable. I think he ultimately puts on the try, the winning try. Ten minutes to go, kicks a field goal, he win by seven. He gets the Clive Churchill, and we never hear the end of it. All right, Dan. Short episode this week, obviously. I can't carry the same load that Terry can. I hope I did all right. But, uh, yeah, zero tackles where you want to be for all your grand final preview and, uh, and live game as well. Uh, what have you got in the works there? Look, I, I've just submitted, as I mentioned before, a Daly M reaction piece. Not overly positive, despite Ponga being a pretty, pretty darn good player and having a good season. I'm also in the middle of, so this will be going up after this discussion, an in-depth grand final preview. I'm going to pick the five individual battles 
we're going to say where it'll be won, who's going to win, and ultimately arrive at a, at a winner, which unfortunately I've given away earlier. But yeah, hey, it's Penrith. Uh, and I've also got uh, sitting uh, a couple of days ago five potential landing spots for both Keon Kalamatani and Daniel Saifidi, who will both be in humongous, humongous demand on November 1st, or with Saifidi potentially soon as this week. So make sure you keep a wide eye out. Let us know in the comments what you think too. There's nothing I love more than feedback when it's good. Uh, if it's negative, yeah, throw it to Scott. I don't want to. Beautiful stuff. All right. So just remember, zero tackles where you want to be for all your NRL news. Thank you, Dan. Get better, Terry. Hopefully you'll be back next week. Uh, but yeah, that's it from the knock on this week. Thank you.